0: Okay, pizza fans, we got a very special Distazapod today. We got Josh Guerra in the house, and we're going to be talking about my new obsession, Evangelion, Neon Genesis Evangelion, which I just finished watching the main series of last night. And, um, okay, so I got a ton of questions, and Josh, why don't you recap where you are in terms of your familiarity and viewing of it? You've seen everything, right? Yeah, At I've, one I've... point
1: at one point I have seen the entire series and then I did watch the End of Evangelion movie that was probably at least 15 years ago okay. so so you're a little I pacing. was really excited that it came back to Netflix so I could revisit it I was super super excited that you were finally watching yeah. it after all yeah, these yeah. years because I've been wanting to talk to you about this for ages Um. so yeah I'm only at about episode 7 or 8 now where they're
0: you're re-watching it yeah yet. like
1: we haven't even gotten to Asuka yet it's still just Shinji kind of coming to terms with like okay, okay. maybe getting stuck in this giant horrible robot is what I have to do
0: so, um, Well, uh, I'll tell you what, he he commits early and never deviates <laughs> from wanting to pilot a Neva. That's certainly not a reoccurring thing. <laughs> not at all. Um, okay, so, yeah, just last night I finished the series and then I started End of Evangelion. It is very confusing, all the different iterations, because it's been redone. It has, yeah. Right? There's a series almost, <clears throat> I hate to compare it to Berserk, because... Okay. The, yeah. You know the Berserk
1: original anime. I have a great fondness for. Right. The and manga. then it, everything since brilliant. Yeah. But the movies have all been trash. Right. Whereas these even movies, I only have a passive familiarity with. Actually, I own a couple and haven't even gotten around to watching them. because so I wanted to revisit the series first. Right. But it it does add some new characters. It does kind of change some things up. But it is kind of that like. You know, let's look at this with with, with modern animation and, right, okay. and make it beautiful and all that stuff. Gotcha. And, and, and I think, it, as far as I know, it's more concise story. They kind of boil it down to okay. a two-hour movie, for, like, an entire 24-hour series. But.
0: Okay, so I would say, like my initial reactions are, well, like we kind of had the same path with this property in that we bought the toys first. Yeah. We didn't necessarily because this would have been. Probably would have been late high school, right? That late was... 90s, yeah. yeah. I think that like the at okay. malls
1: and it, even like some, you know... Like Suncoast. Like stores and yeah. orders and stuff. They had the Kyoto figures that you mentioned yeah. uh, in, your, in your Patreon post. And we all fell in love with those. So we, I think we fell in love with those designs before we had any totally. concept of, of who was piloting them. Right. Or the world in which they inhabited. So it was like, do you like purple, orange, or red? Like those are your yeah. really, you know... And you'd see these different color variations. You didn't know if they were good guys or bad guys. Blah, blah, blah. And then you'd occasionally catch a glimpse of those angel designs. Yeah. Which were just batshit crazy. All amazing. You know, yeah. like so different from anything you'd seen in, like, you know, your vision of Escaflones or what right. little Gundam we had maybe seen or, you know, the stuff we even grew up on, like Robotech and Voltron. Sure. And Macross and all
0: that stuff. So, yeah, it was. So we were, we sort of got into it toys first, but then. I had never watched any of the things, mm-hmm. I, you know. I had no familiarity with the, the sort of movies or the series until it just came out on Netflix. So uh, I had to sort of... This is my first experience with it, and I would say uh, I really love the series. I think the strength of it is that it it took the, the robot versus kaiju uh, genre, and it really, like, completely approached it in a new way with weird unsettling Mm -hmm. abject sort of things whether it's the angel slash kaiju designs or it's like the robots themselves which are i I think the smartest thing they did was limit the abilities of the robots in a way because they have to be plugged in Five but yeah i i would also take issue with that because i feel like they played it pretty loose with that five minutes like sometimes they're airdropping and but what a mystery that was is people
1: who came into it from the toys only, she so are like, right. why do we, these come with Yeah, what is a this pump? plug? What in the hell yeah, is this yeah. thing? Like, I don't, I don't, is it a gun? You'd like, you know, you'd be holding right. it with the, <clears throat> holding this thing that made no
0: sense but someone came with the giant pulse rifle that yeah. you, you know. Yeah. I, was, I thought was that was, kind of had those <laughs> layers peeled off. I, I, you know, I felt like that was one of the smartest moves because, you know, all too often, and I think, I look at Pacific Rim as a bad example of this genre in a lot of respects because, um, those robots are, like, limitless in their ability. Mm-hmm. Like, the and the robots in the Transformer movies, like, their arms morph into whatever sure. tool is yeah, needed whatever, yeah. at that moment. I, I like the restrictions that are placed on the Ava's because it's like, oh, no, these are actually, like, pieces of machinery. They have to be plugged in. They have to retrieve their weapons from mm-hmm. a separate silo. Yeah. Like, all of that, I thought, was, was just so brilliant. Um, and I, you know, I was captivated by the series... Uh, but the last two episodes are really very abstract it almost reminds me of uh the ralph bosky uh lord of the rings where it was supposed to be a trilogy and then like at the end of the first movie yeah. they're like and then they went on to additional yeah. adventures and the movie ends at yeah. Deep. yeah. like it, i i i haven't looked into it and i don't know if they ran out of budget or time but there is a there's a discrepancy between the first you know 24 episodes, which are a pretty linear story, and then the last 22, when it's this instrumentality of humanity or whatever it's called, it's it feels like a uh, like a Arthur student film for sure. And fortunately, you do get you get, a get closure, lot of closure the movie. On that with the, okay.
1: the Evangelion movie. Um, which is not something, which is, like, especially today, like, you yeah. rarely get that kind of closure in any kind of, like, anime. Like, it's, they're sure. really just making these things to sell you on the manga so you can go and buy that stuff. So, gotcha. it's nice that, like, this 90s stuff, though, our access to it was super limited back then. Like, right. they would at least tell you somewhat more complete stories. Yeah.
0: So, what what is the... Instrumentality and what it do you have any insight into the choices of those last two episodes?
1: I, I it's been so long since okay. I've seen that, and I'm like I said, I'm only uh, you know, eight or nine episodes into my yeah, my my revisit, and because it was so hard to get a hold of before, right? I, I haven't seen this show in like 15 years, so like I have I remember the broad strokes, yeah, but um, yeah, I unfortunately cannot. Okay, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I that.
0: Um, I don't know that anyone who's Fresh on it could sort of give insight. Either it's <clears throat> it's sort of a it's a it's it's bizarre, but I'm happy to know that at least like the the movie and everything mm. else um, kind of fill it in. Um, I think also uh, really fantastic world building. You know, really fantastic setting. Uh, you know, there's Tokyo Three. You're a lot of it is in this sort of. Uh, command unit that looks like an aircraft carrier you know i was also i think another strength of the series which is uh not a instinct that a lot of a lot of properties go for and certainly not sci-fi or futuristic properties go for where uh you do not have all the information you need starting off you don't really understand that the dome city of Tokyo 3 and how it like spatially it doesn't make sense when you yeah. first see it and they explain later it's a cavern they found that they built the city down into yeah. like that that's and they do
1: a good job of trickling out that. yeah throughout the series, you, you
0: don't know. understand uh, what the angels are you don't understand what the Avas are and even uh, having just watched the whole thing there's still a lot of gaps in it but I think that kind of works to the mystique and the mysticism mm-hmm. of it
1: yeah, I mean, without spoiling anything for people who still
0: No, spoil it. That, I mean, there there are spoilers, so <sighs> stop listening now if...
1: Yeah, like the, the, the more organic elements of the EVAs, you know, especially, like, we've we talked about many times, coming into it, only seeing these toys. Yeah. I just thought these were, like, rad, super live robots, robots sure. you know? <laughs> and so... You know, when Shinji makes that first comment about, like, how it smells like blood inside the, the cockpit, yeah. stuff like that, and that's really strange to him. Or when they
0: start bleeding when, I think it's, is it, uh... Oh, like super The prototype like two, one yeah, that gets fucked up? Yeah, one or two yeah.
1: Episodes in, and it's, yeah, and there's, you know, the giant right. beautiful sprays of blood and all that stuff. So,
0: is the is the premise, because they, they kind of, they're hazy on it, but the premise is that these are sort of a hybrid of captured angels and... Humans, is that was that your take? Yeah, away? like
1: it kind of. You, as far as I like remember, like lab-grown
0: angel-human hybrids. They first found, you know, the first
1: impact or second impact or whatever it was. They found these these angels, right? They and the first one, them, and whether they're cloning them or combining yeah. them with human DNA, or just salvaging what they can and Frankensteining them with the mecha parts, right? And turning that into something that could be worked. You know, the fact that the, each Eva seems to have a unique personality that's also. Somewhat tied to their pilot, but seems to kind of be independent well, in
0: some way as well. Somebody floated that that's their actual mothers. That Ava one is Shinji's is oh, using Shinji cold D&D. from yeah, 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 com- yeah no, that's post- from I, That's the
1: other thing is I've never spent a lot of time like reading like fan
0: theory yeah, or yeah. you know
1: Reddit posts or anything. There that
0: there may be something to that because I think berserk oh. mode is the sort of overprotective mother mode. You know, sure. where you yeah. hear those wives' tales about a mother who li- jacks up a car sure. to save her infant. Yep. Like I think there might actually be something to that because when Shinji sort of is shitting the bed and not he can't perform that's when the yeah, berserk mode shuts yeah he down the thing and just
1: murders that, that first angel
0: yeah And then it would that narrative would also work for Ray because well that's that's a little unclear whether Ray's a clone of his of Shinji's mother or is I mean there's Back, there's yeah, a, there's a, 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 a lot of extrapolation you can make dirty here. Here onion Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah.
0: Profound. Yeah, I mean
1: overall I I think it's it's just it's a it's a blessing to have this thing available so widely now. I mean, even back when we were first exposed to it, like any anime that was not Ghost in the Shell, Akira, like Ranma one half, or like the handful of things you could find at Suncoast, we had to like sweet talk a... Very kind Japanese man at the mall who sold like video game peripherals. Yeah. To pull out a drawer of fan subs, and that's how we first found Berserk, and that's right. how we first found Prince Mononoke, and that's how we first found like a lot of these like things that would become like integral to both our aesthetics.
0: Yeah. And, what you you actually sh- you should tell the audience about charms? Was that? Charmed. It? Yeah. yeah. Charms give, or Charmed or whatever. Give us the picture. So you got a day off. You're 18 years old. Mm-hmm. You got your car. You're going to you're, Charms. Yeah, you're heading
1: to this, this this mall that's, you know, close to home. Waterbury. Right? Yeah, it yeah. was in Waterbury. <clears throat> and um, there was a, he had a little kiosk, you know, by one of the escalators. And you went up and you just saw, like, the little, like, keychains. And, like, and, like the same way your brain, as a toy collector, is just kind of drawn to any primary colors. You're yeah. like, oh, what is this? Oh, okay, cool. This is
0: something that's a little It's also worth noting that this is the 90s, so we did not have the abundance of import. Uh, uh, items, yeah. or or uh, destinations. There was no, like, you couldn't go to FYE and buy yeah, the, shit straight from your Japan. Your a like comic Japan.
1: book shop might have three or four, like, VHS tapes. Yeah. Um, but there's a good chance those were, like, just weird, like, hentai things or something like that. But if you're looking for, like, actual, like, fun, like, actual, It's not weird. Life. We're, like, everybody <laughs> else, okay? We pay our
0: taxes, too, so.
1: so um, you You kind of had to, like, stumble into one of these, like, like fan sub operations. Yeah. So. You know, I think it was like 10 or 15 bucks. You get a VHS tape in a blank white box and it would have a, uh, like just a little sticker kind of what the spine of whatever that official release would have been taped along the side. And so you were, that's all you had to go on was like a half inch by eight inch.
0: Home printed. Strip. Yeah, Yeah. it
1: was printed (coughs) on like a laser printer and that was all the information you got. And it's all... the guy was like very kind, but he, I mean... It might have been his friends or his family or just someone he knows that was like subbing these things but he had no real understanding but he wasn't going to sell you anything; he was like buy something you're not supposed to yeah
0: like, don't really yeah and he wasn't so, the expert yeah
1: we i mean I, you know we, we got pretty lucky man i mean i, th- I think I got spring in there
0: yeah which was a great,
1: it's a great uh movie I, I was always like leaning towards the movies because that was like kind of a better value right like you're fine right. and you never knew like berserk i think i had to wait years, until I finally got to see the last couple episodes of that, Yeah. it's like, okay, number one's available, number two's available, number three's available, and then it was right. this huge gap between when these things would show up, and you, had, you didn't really have access to any kind of internet forum. There were very basic internet forums, of course, in the late yeah. 90s, but you weren't going online being like, hey, my local retailer yeah. has this many fans up, when's the next one come out?
0: Like, I think you know, also, uh, you know, in comparison today, where there is a, there's a convention in driving distance every weekend for sure. most people... Mm-hmm. The, the con the cons didn't exist, right? right? Like there was, there was not a New York Comic Con mm-hmm. because of the union. It was there was just no way they would like advertise one, but be in New Jersey, as like yeah. the kayfabe guys have pointed out. Um, there was no Connecticut or anything like no. that. And you would sort of hear or see ads for San Diego Comic Con, but it was a, a myth. It yeah, was a mirage. That was,
1: that was, yeah, that was the same way, <laughs> you know, like Shangri La. Like you had no idea if that was a real thing or not. I, mean, I, I remember. Early high school, me and another kid we went to school with went to a, a, a con like a show of some kind at like the Harvard Civic Center, right? Whoa, really? And it was just sort of a mishmash of like Star Wars fan art. Like I remember buying like a Boba Fett like ink drawing that someone had done. Wow. And early early bootleg art. Right, right, right. It was that. A handful of like, com- but like, there was no cohesion to it. There was right. no, you know, there were no actual celebrities there. You weren't going to find like, you know, Rob Liefeld was not there. Yeah, Dan Lee was not there. You know, even like, you know, David like, the Arquette. Work for hire guys right. were not there. Yeah, <laughs> David Arquette's nemesis was not there. Um, so you know, it was it was neat to see all that stuff, but you weren't discovering anything new there. You know, you were right. basically just buying like overstock from local retailers who were yeah. ambitious enough to be like, ah, the hell with it, I'll drive. And try to sell some stuff off. You know, and it was it was one floor. Right. It was just basic tables. Um, none of the flourish. I'm sure we'll see
0: the top pizza time tomorrow. I mean, it's uh, it's extravagant. The fireworks are at four? They're four, four, and four and at eight. Um, it's basically the you know, I'm I'm going for Indian wedding. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of gold, a lot of live and elephants. Lot of waterfalls yeah. Earlier, uh, um screen. yeah, you know, that's that's basically my MO. Uh, so you recommend people who want to watch Evangelion or Evangelion? What doesn't fucking matter. Okay, um, you say watch it in Japanese with subtitles. I
1: prefer that with all. My, my rule for anime is <coughs> if it seems to be Japanese characters living in Japan, I will watch it in the Japanese.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If it's something like Berserk right. or like Full Metal Alchemist, I'll still I'll, I'll still watch it in Japanese usually, but I'll, I'll give the uh, right the English dub a chance. Especially if it's,
0: you know, pretty, pretty well-received. You'll watch it in Flemish. Sure, yeah. Because yeah, that's, <laughs> that's their career. Exactly, yeah. Oh, um, uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, so uh, there's also, uh, and you may not remember this, I don't know, but there's controversy. People are saying that Netflix sort of nerfed the gay tones of the show. I, I'm guessing this is his encounter with the final angel. Is that the I, gayest moment? Yeah,
1: I don't know. Like, I, I read that as well somewhere, like on some... You know, right. Because it plays Instagram pretty gay
0: book. as it is.
1: I, I feel like I don't always see the gay stuff in the world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I guess that you got to have a certain antenna up to see this kind of thing. Sure. And, and that's totally fine for people that... If that gives people a connection to it, rad. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I never saw it in the first one. I was just going to like... Cool. I mean, I I, I am bummed that they, they, for licensing reasons, had to nix the ending theme. Oh, really? Because um, they used to do that song, Fly Me to the Moon. Yeah. And I always love, like, that's, like, I'm a huge marker when they do the, you know, like, an American pop song or something. Yeah. Like the opening or ending theme to, um, Like in Snake Eater. Right. Or, like, yeah. that's, like, the 80% of the reason I've watched JoJo's The to see what idiot pop song they're going to put at the end of the show, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, I was bummed that that changed, but like I said, man, it's been 10 or 15 years since the last time I watched Evangelion, so I don't, I don't know that I would be taking you notes and nitpicking every
0: little thing that changed I'm just yeah. I'm just pleased to be able to watch it again from the comfort of my own. it's funny too because I uh, you know we have such a strict sanitized sort of like wokeness to all media now that mm-hmm. we have to we're forced to like process it through a sieve for Sure, exhaustingly, yeah. so You
1: take something that's, that's 20 years old, it's like wow, and they you revisit it, and then people are like, Well, this actually this would, this would this be problematic, problem. yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, 80% of the show is about like just kind of abusing these children for national security, so right, I mean, you, you your lists of and that'll never and happen. Mean, that's, and, that's not going to happen rah, in rah, real yeah, life, yeah, yeah. We're not We're, 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 we're not not
0: flying them around on private jets, <laughs> jets or anything, it's like, we're not a we're not a away from uh, Snow already, oh my god. It's so funny you said Snowpiercer, because I had the weirdest fucking dream last night. I was on a train. Uh, it was not unlike Metro North. It wasn't It wasn't a subway. It was like a proper train. And Henry Rollins was there. Yes. We were chatting. And uh, it was a bunch of people I didn't know, but people relative to my age. And then all this weird stuff started happening. This lady had a kitten, and this guy grabbed the kitten and smashed it, and then everyone tackled him. And then... All this weird stuff was going on, and I was like, I gotta get off this fucking train. And then I realized it was only one car, and there wasn't a car ahead or, or behind us. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And then slowly people were starting to like descend into madness and get violent and like try to escape and things. And I saw that there was like where overhead baggage would be, it was closed off. And I'm like, what? Why is this closed off? And I started ripping away this like particle board, and underneath it were all these. Like spark plug caps, hmm. and it was basically like wiring or propelling all the evil shit in the world. And I remember there's a spark plug cap that said Ben Shapiro, and <laughs> and then I figured out I'm like, oh, we're on a train going to hell. That's what this is. Wow. And it was like all all these pegs and stuff that uh you know were all this like horrible shit in the world. And I just started fucking ripping them out. Uh, and then the dog licked my face and I woke up. Yeah, that's that fucking weird. It's weird you said Snowpiercer because it was very... It felt very Snowpiercer. Sure, yeah, yeah. Mm. Wow. Well, uh, yeah. So um, tomorrow is Toy Pizza Con, and I actually have two different people bringing different Ava toys to trade oh, cool. for goods. So Nice. Um, oh, I should show you. Look at this. I did a lot of research on uh, Ava toys because I think that one of the failings... Is a, I know this looks like a fucking uh, Harry Darger-style uh, notebook or the, the composite composition pads from Seven, but mm-hmm. here's all the printouts of the various Ava toys that have been made over the years. Wow. Um, I actually don't think any of them really nailed the the look and the silhouette of the figures. There's no, some that get I think close. They, the
1: Kotobukiya ones I still think get the
0: closest um also like the coloring that, coloring like, seems to be a problem too like with the the 01 yeah um they
1: rarely kind of get that purple just right yeah um this is a very visual uh moment in the podcast yeah really, just I'm imagine sure just nailing it for the audience
0: you're probably. looking at a, a grid of probably <laughs> probably about 20 different ava toys over the years and they're all labeled I'm not going to name the despicable website I got this from, but uh, I mean, it looks—it's pretty comprehensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I think the hardest thing for most toy manufacturers to get right is that sort of hunched-over posture yeah. that they all have, right? right. So you, when you're when you're making toys, there's this like unseen force that's pulling you towards making that kind of very T pose. Yeah. Like stand up straight. Um, figure, and you see that in a lot of these, um, and also a, a tendency, like, with these revoltex to kind of give it a more He-Man style, like, hero proportion with the broader shoulders. Sort of angular. And, and that's what makes the Evangelion design so interesting, is it's that they, not. they play away from that so hard. It right?
0: actually so. looks like it would be very weak. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah.
1: especially against, you know, and the looks like, these hilariously abstract... Designs for, yeah. you know, the one is just like a floating diamond, and the other one is, you know, the, the kind of like, you feel almost like Pokemon-looking snake with rectangles and all yeah. that stuff. Like, these are not, you know, the, as, a, as an American audience, these are not what we think of as, like, horrible monsters, but they do have that weird kind of, like, manga horror
0: yeah. feel to
1: them, Um which I, I, I'm, I'm surprised I didn't get lost more. Like, I was kind of surprised when I finally saw Ivan Gillian. Then did it did a gun as well as hat. Like this
0: yeah. does not seem like the kind of thing that would play for an audience, but It's it, so bizarre. It you know, I went I went down the rabbit hole of uh like the Jewish Kabbalah, the the ancient mysticism, because there's a lot of references to like the I think it's the uh chest of Guff or the cup of Guff, which mm-hmm. is the vessel where all the souls live. And they mention it in uh in the show. And you can you can start to draw parallels to a lot of the names of the angels, and you know, there's the sort of hierarchy, like and and the uh, graphs that line the walls and the ceiling of the Akari's, uh office. Mm. Is that his name? Akari? Yeah, 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 Akari. The, the, the like the, these are all sort of. It's actually really well researched and and very thoughtful. The sort of names mm. and the the process of all this. There's a, there's a really uh, rich sort of real world, uh, you know, reuse of a lot of these these themes and stuff. It's really it's quite fascinating. And, and there
1: are mentions in the Gwala as well of uh, penguin roommates who live uh, over. Pen, Pen Pen is yeah. in the Old Testament. So he does yeah. like a, a little beer in the morning, yeah. just to get his get his ire up.
0: They definitely could could get more more Pen Pen.
1: I Pen Pen was like one of my favorite parts. The yeah, I, I was like, this is great. You give me like an emperor penguin living in a Apartment with a pretty lady And they're just hanging out Yeah You know Drinking beer Drinking was <laughs> <laughs> Like And I I love that they have Stuff like that in there To take away from Like what could be Like just a hugely depressing Right Show otherwise You know If you don't have those Like hilarious elements to it Um It's It's kind of heavy Subject matter Disguised um, as, as, as Giant robot fights
0: The uh I'm bad with the names But the The main girl The major Right uh, Mitsuragi. Mitsuragi. And then she has her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend... Uh, Kamal... Jamal Khashoggi, I believe? Uh, I don't... I don't think I've gotten back to him yet, yeah. Okay, but she kills him? Is that... Am I remembering correctly? They sort of... It, it, there, there's... Oh, I, I and I got another question. So let me just lay out all this stuff. Like, I didn't... They were kind of vague about certain things, but... I think she kills her boyfriend because he is an informant or betrays the near, near of. Um And then the other thing I didn't really understand is who are the seals? Those giant monolith type things. Seelies? Yeah, I, haven't got, I
1: haven't gotten back to any of that. So I can, I can,
0: okay. This. Wow. Uh... Well, you should circle back when you do, because yeah, yeah, I got a yeah, yeah. I got a lot of questions. So. No, I. I... It, it's not. There are a lot of different factions at play. It's it's. There's a lot of like politics and things like that, but it they're not always sort of laid out very clearly. Like I almost miss the infographs of Attack on Titan because it oh, like for sure. yeah, it yeah, sort yeah. of explains everything. Here's a little
1: something about what the world you've been spending all this time. In. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are very helpful. Um, I think if they'd had that idea. Yeah. Then that, that
0: would, that would well, be I'll cool. put it to the audience then. Uh, if you can explain who the Seelies, or Seals or whatever they're called, the big monolith uh, creatures are. Please help me. Let us. me know in the comments. The last thing I wanted to talk about was, I just remembered I my first Ava toy was not actually the Kyoto figures. Ooh. It was, which debuted at the same time, the inaugural Kubrick sets.
1: Oh, that's right, dude. Yeah. They, that, they that was came my out first. first. Of the pilots with, yes. When we had the Kubrick the Kubrick uh,
0: Shinji and the Kubrick yes. Ray. Yeah. And we had that at apartment eight oh eight. That I yep. I vividly remember yeah. this. Yeah. I I must have ordered it from like ActionAce.com or something. Yep. No, we would go to PPF and buy all those little like Warhammer paints Yes. and then customize our own like little Legos and yeah. uh,
1: try try to make our own wannabe Kubrick's. Um
0: that's funny. And I remember so going back and looking at those sets now I understand who the characters are and everything else, but back then I there was no frame of reference right. at all. We couldn't get a hold of the, you know, I didn't I think have those the, came with
1: the plugs too. Didn't
0: they, they did, which was just which so was odd, bizarre yeah, to me. Yeah. And then um, Shinji, I didn't know if it was a boy or a girl, yeah. which is fair. Sure. Um, and then, we Shinji's a little confused on that one. Yeah, and then it came with an angel and an one. And I remember the second I got him out of the package. The shoulder on the Ava broke, and this was an expensive purchase. It came all the way from Japan. It probably was thirty or forty bucks, Mm -hmm. and it fucking instantly broke. And I was so pissed off. that was a lot of money. You know, we were just waiters. Yeah, we were broke anyway, Uh, and you know that was almost twenty years ago. so So fucking pissed. And and now I look at the sets like I remember the one I didn't order was the one of the Ava in the diving suit, which is awesome. Great sort of look, great, probably a great toy. And then the fat Asuka, because I was like, what is this fucking show about? Yeah. Why is this girl, like, she's just rotund like a balloon. Like, like uh, it didn't make any sense at all. And I remember not just being totally turned off by that set and not ordering it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was, I mean, it, it, there was so much merch for it. Like, we knew it had to be some sort of cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Um, and we would continue to see that, you know, uh, the, the handful of years until I finally saw it it's 20 years now since, yeah. since you've finally seen it. Um, but it is neat, like, going back in, in, on the rewatch and, and realizing um, how much more I appreciate the music now. Yeah. Because it, it is very much a callback to, like, you were talking about with the Ultraman series and, sure. like, the more classic mecha anime. Um where it's these hyper-futuristic kind of designs and very, like, modern and of the time of uh, when it was designed contrasted with this, like, very, like, kind of bombastic... 80s battle.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> completely.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: that, that theme song, outside of Japan, was horribly dated. Not maybe, even theme song. Maybe, like,
1: just, with, like, the score and stuff when the actual battles are happening. Oh, okay, it yeah. It has more of that, like, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. You know, these, like, grand kind of build-ups rather than, like the kind of poppier like electric guitar kind of sure. stuff you would get in like later series and stuff
0: yeah like that. no so you're totally it's right it's cool to
1: see that I mean yeah like the, the that opening theme song will always have a goofy place in my heart for sure but you gotta
0: you yeah, you yeah, love you, to see you, it you don't, you
1: don't skip that <laughs> it will be a monster
0: um, okay final question before we sign off Asuka annoying or great what do you think oh she's great She's yeah, great. I, I love her.
1: Yeah, I. I, 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 I her. But I. I have such a fondness for all three of the kids.
0: That, yeah. Um, I think the series. I, what I noticed was it. I. It really clicked for me when Asuka came on the scene because uh, everybody else is so very heavy and emo, mm-hmm. and then she comes on and she's. She's sort of the comic relief for the series. Peng. Peng. Peng uh, yeah. Peng. Peng. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Peng. Peng. Yeah, Business. Also enough screen
1: time, but. Uh, but she's. Yeah, Asuka, she kind of lightens yeah, the ice things. And,
0: and that is a fantastic episode. The Ava on the aircraft carrier mm-hmm. and they're hopping from ship to yeah. ship. Like that is such a fucking amazing set piece. Yeah. You know, I, I really think that um, the battles and everything else are so clever. It's really good sci-fi because it's like we have a unique problem to solve in this episode. Mm-hmm you know this angel is drilling we have to find a way to x y and z yeah, yeah. like it's it doesn't come down to just mindless combat and bashing something it's like there's a there's a unique scientific problem here we have to find a way to around it and i think you know when the series is playing as a sort of episodic you know monster of the week mm-hmm. it's that's when it's the best and the strongest i think yeah and and a
1: lot of those like can totally stand alone on their own so if you were somebody who just plot an episode on, because yeah. it, it ran on Toonami back in the day or something at some point, didn't it? I, it I have a hard, I feel like
0: it would have been, but I also feel like I would have watched it if it was. It's like but one I think of those. We, I think it was on when we were like working a ton of nights and yeah, stuff and the time. But, um,
1: yeah, I, 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 I think you're right that like some of them definitely could just be watched on their own and be like, well this is a great little sci-fi, but yeah, this is yeah. fantastic. Um, but then it has that like undercurrent of like constantly peeling away the layers of what is this nerve agency and what is what yes. are these evas and what are these angels and what is this city and why is it why is it just these kids that can pilot them and why is yeah this eva sideline just because ray's out and why is this eva sideline just because shinji's out and uh, you know, all that becomes more clear and that picture kind of crystallizes for you um it, it, that, that's what it really starts to cement place for me is
0: like one of the greatest Um, I I know I said that was the last thing but I just thought of something else that occurred to me much later after watching it. Um, The world is empty. Most people have been killed. Like, if you think of Japan and any of the scenes you see in movies or TV or you've ever been there, it's a densely packed, crowded place. And every single... Vista and like the train station which they're constantly at mm-hmm. empty. Yes. And the, the subways are empty. And I, I and they never specifically call that out but it's such a thoughtful detail that your brain sort of picks up on but is not in the forefront. You know I think that really that's a good example of the strength of Yeah I of think the they kind of
1: fleshed that out a little bit in like the earlier episodes where the kids in Shinji's class it's they're very like, oh well, look what he's doing for us to help save us. Like they have, yeah. they have some understanding <laughs> of the gravity of the situation. Like even though they're younger kids, they might not have seen whatever the first impact was or second impact. Um, they know that there's a constant threat of danger. They know that, right. they, But it's not played in a way where there's just a constant shrinking fear. They still have their lives. Yeah, they still yeah. have their lives. As I think, as I think we would when you know our world ends in a couple of years. So I'm sure we're sure we'll, uh, we'll, we'll move on.
0: There but, still will be a toy pizza company. <laughs> um. Okay, the, the, I know this is the third final thing, but I just want to make a statement that uh, Pacific Rim, I hate shit. I hate non... I hate, like, haptic control systems. I like cockpits, right? Mm-hmm. I think that there is something tactile and understandable about piloting mechs that only happens in a cockpit. And that's part of the reason I hated Pacific Rim so much because the stupid gyroscope-like... They're at a fucking play zone, yeah. you know, for yeah. adults. Yeah, yeah. I, the guy trying the VR at the con. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like Lawn Man. I hate that shit. Yeah. I'm going to, when I'm elected president, I'm going to pass legislation day one in an executive order. Yes. All mech properties must feature standard cockpits. Mm. There's something great about, like, pulling on joysticks and yeah. pressing buttons to fire stuff. I think that, um, we also need to imprison Guillermo del Toro. I'm sorry. Pan's <laughs> Labyrinth was great. But the blight of the Pacific Rim movies have erased all goodwill. And, um, you know, we got to do it. Sorry, buddy. Maybe just a stiff fine. Lo siento. Yeah.
1: For a Hellboy 3.
0: Uh, great. So anyway, there you have it. Uh, Toy Pizza Con is tomorrow. I'm going to give you guys some news recaps real quick. <clears throat> Here we go. For show exclusives, we have... The $125 8-inch Mega Knight, the Sexual Yakoi version. By the way, these exclusives will be on sale 11 a.m. tomorrow, Eastern, date time. The same time Toy Pizza Con opens. If you can't be at the show, hit up the web store. These are all in super limited quantities. Limit one per person. So be there on time and check out as soon as you get something. Second exclusive, $21 Stomper Vector Jump Figure. This one's a beauty. Uh, We are introducing the Forest Capsule, which is clear green and gives your figures nice chill vibes if you put them in there. That's $16. And then, really what I think the best exclusive is, the Rift Killer Cola figure, $18. Um, That thing's a beauty. Uh, Action Figure of the Month Club is back October of this year. That will be for the... 2020 fulfillment year we're gonna have announcements tomorrow about that um we're gonna have a super seven announcement tomorrow we're gonna have a shakan announcement tomorrow you're gonna see an update on the hyper Knight. i don't know if you're gonna see anything on cyber mama we'll see we have a sorry just woke up um We have a huge, huge surprise announcement coming tomorrow with one of our all-time favorite artists in the entire world that we are working on a collaboration with. Stay tuned for that. You are going to, as they say, uh, shit a book on how to puke. No, crap a book on how to puke from Sarah Silverman Show. Anyway. So that's going to be huge. We're super excited for that. And then finally, the Drawn World is doing a Knights of the Slice trading card Kickstarter. It closes on the 17th, so you only have a few days left. It is fully funded, but we want to unlock some more uh, bonuses for it. So go check out Kickstarter right away. And there you have it, folks. Uh, this is the eve of Toy Pizza Con. We're super excited. Uh, I love all of you. I do this for you. I would kill for you. Just point me at the person you want on, and I'll text you when it's done. Parody, 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 parody. parody. Okay. Uh, thank you, guys. And the only thing left to say is... Pizza out. There you go.